welcome to Raise Them Free. My name's Saz, I've got Naomi Kopok with me today and we have got 40 minutes of absolute gold with you because I'm going to talk about what's Duplo got to do with making memories. Naomi reveals all, but we've also got how to make your special day special and your normal days normal. How making memories affects the culture of your home and provides a safe place for your children to thrive emotionally. But most of all, why making memories is so important. So I hope you're ready. Anyway, welcome to Race of Free. <laughs> this is a podcast on parenting, believe it or not. And I've got with me Naomi Kopok. And between us, we've got nine children. I know, right? You That's have quite a lot. I, only one more. One more. I, yeah. well, I'm not I mean, more, we should so. make it a, an even ten. No. I'm not going to. No, we're exactly. Okay. You're, you're putting that on me. Um, and we're going to talk today about making memories because we are now making memories series. It's been amazing so far. We've had Sarah Putt, Karen Cook, and they have got some incredible wisdom. So go back and listen to Sarah Putt. She talks from the position of a childcare practitioner and she is full of uh, if you if anyone's been around Sarah Putt she's an absolute laugh she is so fantastic she's and so all fun. my kids have met her only a couple of months ago and they adore her yeah I adore her I do too yeah <laughs> and then Karen Cook is a trained social worker and a life coach and a chitch pastor and she has got older children so she talked from the point of view of raising ch- children and having raised children but today new this series was actually your idea and, and I thought it was a and so I've had the privilege of watching you parent and you're phenomenal at it thank you um, um, but you have led your children on some pretty epic adventures we have you've made up some the miles. memories you we have, have. Yes. <laughs> yeah do you get miles well we mile should I, I feel like parenting you should get some kind of points for you know keeping them alive <laughs> and you know if you take them on a trip definitely you should get yeah. some kind of reward point you, you should start a raise them free reward card you should do that <laughs> you left the house today give yourself well a star done. <gasps> 10 Stickers. stars and you get a coffee <laughs> this is a thing says i need the coffee before the stars 100 percent. yeah oh it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun i can tell already so let's kick off new before we go any further tell us a little bit about yourself so i am married to a very handsome and wonderful man called Chris and he is a great dad and I would say my parenting is at least 50% if not more him as well like we it's definitely a team effort that's incredible to do with somebody who is as fun as he is Uh, so we have five kids they are aged 12 10 7 5 and 2 do you ever get that wrong yeah Oh, Especially when they just had exactly. a birthday. Oh yeah, and them. when you phone up for the doctor's appointment, they ask you the date of birth of the child. It's like an ultimate math test. Mm-hmm. So I am a qualified social worker, and I worked for a number of years in child protection. And then I, well, my first ever job was actually with young offenders before I became a social worker, and I worked out I've been working with young people, families, and kids for over twenty years. That's amazing, <laughs> amazing. And what are you doing? now like so what's your role currently now? we've just moved back to the UK and I have been in church leadership for a while as well we've been living um over the last 10 years on and off we've been living in different countries in across Africa we've been wow. living in Uganda and South Africa and um a lot of what we were involved in there was pastoral care uh, but also inevitably I got very involved in kids ministry you also did new the heroes project also did how could I miss that yeah heroes which was uh, working with street boys in Uganda living on the streets and that being kicked out of home for various different reasons usually family breakdown or ill health and things like that so transitioning boys off the street 
back into family, which was beautiful um, and yeah, an incredible privilege to get to be part of that for a while. This series was your idea. It came off the back of the fact that you did late night wheelbarrow races yep. with your children. That was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, well, we, so we I moved I feel like back. some adults should do that. A hundred percent. It was mostly because I wanted to do it as well. Like, actually, I wanted to have some fun. So why not make our kids laugh as well? Yeah, so we've moved back from South Africa in the summertime there into the UK winter. Oh. And not just the UK winter, we also had to quarantine and then lockdown as well. And we'd been under some pretty strict lockdowns in South Africa, but the sun shone, which was always helpful. But here it didn't shine so much. Mm. So we decided to embrace what was, the reality that was, the dark nights, the early kind of sunsets and stuff. And we have the privilege of staying somewhere with a big outside space. And so we decided to have mud rustles in the dark. And the one night we borrowed a wheelbarrow and the kids were racing around the gardens in the dark then we stopped and looked at the stars and it was just great and the laughter was it was so simple it was free and it was really fun it was very cold yeah but it was so much fun and they still talk about it which is great that's beautiful and I think the one thing when you parent in a pandemic is you have got these crazy memories that yeah you that really will go forever one of my friends did a lockdown photo diary which I just thought was such a great it's idea a great idea it's like our kids are going to talk about the quarantine year and the lockdown year for yep. the rest of their lives. Why not have a visual memory of it that's really good? Absolutely. In amongst, you know, for some people it will be painful and it's been an interesting year, but it's also been a very memorable year. Absolutely. And I think lots of often say to our kids, there's always something to be grateful for. Yeah, or there's good. always, there's positive in something. Mm -hmm. So what better to do? And I love that idea of photo. Previously, we've made photo journals for our kids, and that was much easier when there was only two of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now there's five, and goodness me, we'd have to do everything in, yeah, five of times. Course. It's crazy. crazy. Um, but, yeah, just, I really want to do that, because they do, they look back and they remember, and I think that's a really important thing about making I movies. wouldn't mind betting that there is definitely a parent listening right now who has a baby photo album that they've never taken out of the packet. <gasps> Probably. I have. Oh, there you go. Confession. There we go. But also, what I did recently is I went and brought four coordinating photo albums. Nice. And I printed all the photos for Done. all the children. That's it's amazing. It's because we wanted to do some life story work with yeah. all of ours. So we thought, let's do life story work with all... Life story work is when you uh, talk their children through their story from birth to, d to today. And so we thought, do you know what? Let's just do it with all of them. So good. It, would, it has been on my bookshelf for at least... Have you done it? Have you done a month? <laughs> <laughs> We've separated the photos out. That's half the job. That's half the job. I just need to buy some print stick. I will do it. I will give I'll you some print it. stick. Thanks. Nina. There you go. <laughs> uh, you're making me action. Okay. Uh, what's your best memory growing up? Oh, this is interesting. I think some really simple memories come to mind. Things like swinging on my swing in the garden. I had a lovely swing. It was quite industrial and it lasted us. So I'm one of four and we'd take it in turns on the swing and we'd, you know, teen years actually having a swing. I really, really want to get a swing in it's our garden. It's quite therapeutic. It's really therapeutic. Have you been on a swing like as an adult? Yeah. They're actually quite scary when you go really you high. Go really high, especially on really good ones as well. Yeah. Like proper park ones that are like big. We should do that well, at night. So then another memory was we went as a family to France and we camped. Um, and I remember the one night you had to kind of unfold the, the windows, yeah. like the canvas flaps to cover the windows on the outside. And the one day my dad let them out and this lizard flew <gasps> out. It was hilarious because everybody jumped and, you know, imagine four girls. We all screamed. Yeah. Classic high pitch. And it was the first time I'd seen a lizard. And it was fantastic. Oh, and its amazing. tail fell off, which is also really, really fascinating because the tail starts twitching. <gasps> and it keeps Don't twitching. They grow another the one? 
They do eventually, yeah. But it's to mm-hmm. so that twitches so that the predator chases the tail while the lizard gets away. Oh wow! Fascinating. This is what you learn when you're a parent. I, I know, right? <laughs> the ridiculous facts Absolutely. we have in our head. I'm sure there's more. Why do you think making memories is so important? Um, I think um, making memories is vital. Actually, I think it's not just uh, it's not just for fun's sake. Although fun for its own sake is very important. I actually think it helps grow culture in your family, and I think that's what your family unit is a place where you can grow and inspire culture, which then is not as influenced from the world outside where there's whether it's by media or other influences other peers as well um if you grow a strong family culture that is one of fun and one of celebration actually it's much harder for outside influences to kind of shake your kids as they grow up and i think i've I've built a little duplo wall for sales here and uh, we'll post about it in a little bit but it's actually I was thinking about the scaffolding we talk a lot in social work about boundaries and building kind of scaffolding for children to grow within and when they're little those boundaries are quite close and quite tight because you do everything for tiny children and as they grow that goes bigger but I was thinking about this scaffolding idea because as as the children grow yeah the, the the boundaries the scaffolding expands and flexes and eventually they start building it with you Um, But I was thinking of it as, like, rather than scaffolding, thinking of it as a wall. I think making memories is the kind of culture that sticks the bricks together. And if you've ever built a wall out of Duplo or Lego, or an actual wall, I haven't, (laughs) but I mostly play with Duplo. So you stick them together, but you have to... You have to continue the lines. So yeah. anything you do in your family, you build culture, you or you build like the basic things. You have to feed your kids. You have to put a roof over their head. The needs, your basic needs, and then there's the emotional needs, and then there's the individual needs that they have as unique human beings that themselves, and they are so very unique. They, you have to keep going with those, and you can't miss one out on one layer because then the next layer is affected. Wow. Um, but I think making memories and having fun and joy and gratitude in your home are the things that actually cause those things to. Stay and yeah. those things that that's what your children want to replicate when they're older if you build a happy home and that does not mean our kids have to be happy all the time yeah, um, but making memories and making those fun moments those stop moments where it's just about having fun together laughing together and then also those moments where you think back on memories that you've made hey what was fun about that season what was yeah. what do you remember who do you remember those kind of moments are actually really key and important to sticking the family together and then as they grow like I said when the scaffolding is then expanded as they grow bigger as they then start you bring them alongside you building that you yeah. what what's the next layer in our family what's it going to look like what's this next season going to look like you're going to help with that and and they they start influencing it then as well yeah. and then eventually they go on just to build it themselves and that's when they're independent wow. um and so that's kind of where it goes from duplo to independence as a child that's <laughs> in my head that works it makes complete <laughs> sense it does make absolute sense we did the same type of thing when um, we did our social work training course not that I'm a social worker yeah we did some training and uh, it was amazing to think about the individual needs of our children like they need you know some things that come natural to us food water shelter love and then you start to think well no they need education and they need laughter and then you think do they need a holiday no but it's it's beautiful to take them away or they need adventure or they need a walk or they need to know they're safe or they need cuddles and you start building that wall and you realize Mm. All the things that we actually naturally give our kids yeah. and how beautiful it is, but actually how healthy laughter yeah. is and oh, like is. memories in yeah. the home. Yeah. Those memories are just, they're really key. I want to encourage every parent who's listening, 
just to ask your children at the dinner table tonight, what's your favourite memory? Absolutely. What are some of your favourite memories? Yeah. And it's fascinating what they yeah. come up with. And, and they how sing. they remember things. Because mm. you can re- all have the same experience, but they all remember different things. Like one will remember what they ate. One yes. will remember how they felt. One will remember the thing that went wrong. Like, yeah, they will all remember good. certain different yeah. things. But as you mentioned, as we've taken our kids on a bit of an adventure. We've moved yeah. several times. Mm-hmm. And part of us transitioning them has been looking back and remembering. And we've mm-hmm. met emotion with, it's okay to feel emotion. You can imagine moving and transitioning, changing schools lots of times, mm-hmm. being the new kids, moving again. Where our kids, at times, I recognise, they feel very disempowered by decisions we make now it might not be a moving continent but it could be moving home it could be moving school going up a grade in school it could be just changing a teacher those things have been just as big for my kids as it has been moving continent in fact sometimes the bigger moves are easier because they are so big and you talk about them and you look at the pictures of the new house and all those kind of things but a lot of making memories and talking about memories is looking back on uh, which is why I really do want to make a a photo album because also there's been times where like oh I've forgotten something mummy I've forgotten that person's name or I've forgotten who was that I've recognized that picture who was it and so talking about making uh, making memories and that can be family that can be places you visited um, and that's really like you said children will remember it very differently we try and do it every night at bedtime what was good about today yeah. take something from today what was good and some nights they will say nothing <laughs> as in they will literally look at me and go nothing I'm not grateful for anything today yeah. but today was a bad day we're like, okay well what are we looking forward to tomorrow um, and it's that building it in and then it does become a, occasionally it's a bit of an eye roll. Oh, she's asking the question again. But it really is part of their language now. And my youngest at the moment will only ever say thank you for what they've just eaten. Um, <laughs> but that's good. You're a good cook, so it's okay. Well, mm. <laughs> I, I get know. feedback otherwise. Oh, don't we all? <laughs> yeah. No, we, there's one meal. No, there's two meals that they're allowed to negotiate on. And that is eggs. If they have, yeah, we do sometimes do a very bland it looks awful like on the plate it's pasta and egg which is so bland it's like beige um yeah it's well they all like some form of egg and most of them like pasta although one of mine has just decided doesn't like pasta and i'm like no you have to like it any child in the world that doesn't (laughs) like pasta obviously they have some vegetables as well but um, they can choose what way they have their eggs so there are like they have three well that's the one or if they make their own pizza they can have that's true choice you've done a pasta bar I do pasta bars no, with my kids. You should do that. So I do bowl of cheese, bowl of ham, nice. pestos, pepper. Yep. I don't know what else. Uh, <laughs> um, but they have their bowl of pasta and nice. they can make the cream cheese. There's another classic Ooh. parenting food. There we Britain. go. Uh, they make their own bowl of food. Nice. But back onto the prayer yes. thing at the end of the day, because you talked about um, at the end of the day, you get your kids to pray and talk about something to be thankful for. Actually, Rosie Snows taught me this and it's called the teaspoon prayers. Thank you. Sorry. And please. So nice. my kids, yeah. when we do our prayers in the evening, it's like, thank you for something today. It is yeah. that memorableness and it's remembering something, even in the normal days. Yeah. What's a memory from today? What's mm. something you have really loved from today? Yeah. And and then it's sorry. What are you sorry for? <laughs> sorry I told the teacher that daddy farts. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Memories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That the teacher won't forget either. And then please, something you'd like to ask God for. That's nice. how we... That's and it's so a lovely. Really nice one. How are you um, intentionally making memories? So I had a little thought of... So some things that we've done have been some simple things we've made the most of uh so when pandemic we decided we we're going to make the most of family time because it was like actually 
my eldest is 12. I left home at 16. That's only four more years left. And that oh terrified me when I thought of that. I was like, oh, no, I want to absorb as much as possible. So family walks when we could things like that no we're going to do things uh we lived on the side of table mountain which was unbelievably okay. spectacular yeah. but so one of the things we were determined to do was whilst it's here we're going to make the most of it. we're going to climb it yeah. um so when we left uganda the second time we decided we've never been closer to national parks and you drive yourself it's fantastic experience it's a little bit like if you're nervous a nervous person don't do it but it's so fun. And we saw zebras and they're my absolute favourite animal. Um, so it was about the kids, but it was also about yes. me. I saw, <laughs> I saw zebras Give me and big five. we saw a leopard as well, like literally sitting wow. in a tree a couple of hundred metres away from us. It was phenomenal. I think there is really something about those holidays. Yeah. I think holidays are an important part yeah. of making memories. And it's even if, you know, for us, the last there's been a few holidays in the last years where it's like, We've gone camping. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like one of my childhood memories is going camping. Exactly. And we camped because there were six of us and it and was a last minute yeah. deal and it was cheap yeah. and we could do it. And we saw a lizard. And that's honestly one of my like it's most so hilarious childhood exactly. memories. So yeah, it is. But I also think doing really simple things. One thing just um, before the making memories, I mentioned earlier around, I think I mentioned earlier, or I'm going to mention now, um, making special days special which means you need to make normal days normal. We realised we were cooking Christmas dinner once um, for a family and we were suddenly realised that actually it could have just been a normal Sunday roast. What we were doing was like, oh, how do we make this special for Christmas? So we actually rolled back what we do every day um, so that special days were special. Weekends we have treats, we have like bacon sandwiches on a Saturday, especially yeah. now we're back in the UK. Such a treat. So things like that make, make um, certain days of the week special, but also things like birthdays. We are always going to, wherever we are, whatever we're doing, birthdays are going to be special Christmas is going to be special and one thing we've done over the last few years last year was the first year we couldn't have people around our table we actually had my parents living with us so there were nine of us um, but that was the smallest Christmas we've had in so long because normally what we do is we throw the doors open and we cook for we cook the basics for everybody and then everybody else brings something so where we've lived we've had the privilege of having people from all different nations come so inevitably we've had mac and cheese for christmas dinner yes. every year for well uh, not last hands year hands up to the american watchers and listeners amazing inspirational mac and cheese. absolutely but other people would like would bring something bring a side of their own or bring a dessert. so in south africa we had we had to have a certain mint crisp um, like a peppermint chocolate crisp mm. pudding dessert, which Christine McGiven, shout out to her, made a beautiful one. So things like that, you you actually then, even in those special days, they make them even more special when you open them wide. If you're going to make days special, make other days normal. Yeah, I think we have to allow our children to have normal days. Yeah. I know through the pandemic, there were times where I felt like there was so much of the same Yeah, that we... It's like, oh, you can have a treat today. You can have yeah. a treat today. And I realized after a while, it's like, oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Some things are not treats to you anymore that you expect. Absolutely. Something we did in yeah. the lockdown just to break up food was we had World Wednesday. <laughs> World Wednesday, every Wednesday. I don't know why I did it on a school home ed day. Crazy. But it, there was definitely something in me where I realized we upped the treats. Yeah. Because I felt for them. Yeah. And then they weren't yeah. treats anymore. Absolutely. And I think that's key for parenting as well, because yeah. there are definitely days where I've earned that. And 100% I have. And we joke in our, between Chris and I, about the COVID curves. They're a real thing. <laughs> and curves. you know the, those extra curves we've gained during the pandemic because... That's the most fantastic thing I've it's heard. Real. It's a bit like Rona Roots. Yeah. My hairdresser calls yep. my roots my Rona Roots. The Rona Roots and the COVID curves, they're, they're real. 
people. But honestly, at the end of the day, when you have home ed and like five kids are still alive, four of them did Zoom calls and one of them is, you know, dressed. But yes, anyway, so at the end of the day, when you've done your Hebrew class with your five-year-old and you have Survived. tucked all the ticked all those boxes and, and they're you in have, bed and they are in bed. And yes, they have device time, uh, you know, to calm everything down because it was the pandemic. All those things you saw you'd never do. Anyway, those things, you know what, you have earned it, but you can't you can't live like that. So even for ourselves as parents, we we have to make things special for ourselves as well. You will always deserve it. You are always worth it, yes. But you will also have to burn it off. (laughs) (laughs) Which I am now living out. So you can join me in our morning fitness classes. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Anyway, back to this list. Yes. So (laughs) how to make memories. I'd say keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate things, everyday things. So I actually really like to grow things, which is a little bit middle-aged, but I really do. There's something very simple about planting a seed, especially if you've like kept a seed from seeds from tomatoes or peppers, and then you plant them and they grow. But it's so exciting because then, like James, my lovely boy, he get so excited when fruit comes and there's something like I planted a seed in some dirt I watered it I had to care for it I had to wait for it yeah and then there was fruit yeah. and that's actually really exciting because that teaches I mean you could sign that up as home ed as well because yeah, that's true. like patience caring for something oh. a bit more patience and not over water yeah you know make time for a book and also if there are people in your life like when we can hang out with grandparents again if there is a grandparent who loves to read books get them to do it like because that's what they'll remember their grand I remember I had a grandpa who I'd sit on his lap and he'd wobble his false teeth at me and yes, it freaked me out I every time oh my god my godfather <laughs> did that <laughs> I know terrifying but, but we funny remember it. <laughs> things like that so just the simple things that make memories like and actually you can go all out and you can do all singing or dancing make all the effort in the world and they will remember the thing that went wrong or yeah. the cardboard box it came in do things together I think together time consistently what comes back up every day or when we've done something special it's the together time it's we went for a walk with daddy yeah you know daddy came at home from work early and we took the dog for a walk like it's the really simple things we threw stones in the river those kind yeah. of things they love um I took my daughter my eldest shopping with me the other night because the supermarket was really empty because it was late mm-hmm. and she really wanted to get out of the house and it's been oh. a long pandemic so yeah. I took her with me and I let her choose a couple of things as well and that was I was like okay what are we what are we going to eat this week mm-hmm. and that was part of her and bringing her into the yeah. scaffolding building it herself we were gifted when we came back we were gifted um hello fresh box which yeah. for those of you who've not heard of that that is where you uh, a box arrives with all the ingredients and a whole load of recipes for your week and you make the meals and so my eldest is you know she's getting a bit older started secondary school so actually part of that is she's gonna stay up later that's usually when we eat because we've got the others ready for bed and in bed and finished meetings or whatever so she joined us and she started cooking she loved it she loved following the instructions I was like I could I could teach no it wasn't the same she doesn't want me to teach her but getting the box (laughs) and getting the ingredients she wants to do it herself and so continuing that um and so that bumps into my next thought around 
making memories was budget for it mm. budget so it doesn't do. have to be big like it can be a packet of seeds for 20p it can be a bubbles it can be a walk which doesn't need to take anything but because we budgeted the other day we went for a family walk and there was an ice cream van in the forest I like welcome did to you see it? everybody we were at this we were in <sighs> the same forest but we we're in a different part to you oh well then we were like oh we haven't got any cash on us uh, i doubt they'll take cards would you ask so we did ask and they did take card but mm. because we budgeted for it yeah. we have a tr- we have like a special treats budget and so we could say yes which was really really special um to be able to say yes things become so normal mm. i think okay so here's an example we dave and i aren't natural takeout people we yeah. live in a small rural city there aren't a huge number of takeouts there's some brilliant independent restaurants in our city um but in lockdown obviously you know you're not going for as many dinners we're not there is more available yeah income because we you know there's budgets that aren't being spent with petrol petrol and so (laughs) we upped our our takeouts yeah and they've actually become normal but not in a good way right like (laughs) let's take that let's take that takeout and reduce it a little and if you if you work your money and you think about your money and you focus on your money you can you can do some incredible things if you steward things well absolutely like you there are some amazing things yeah in the world in your city uh in the shops that you can just buy and get and really solidly enjoy absolutely making a memory with parts of your family and then there's always something you can do and it, whether that is collecting recycling a couple of times during lockdown my kids have asked me if they can go into the recycling cupboard. And so, like, it was just a little cupboard in our kitchen which was full of cereal boxes and bottles and stuff. And so I'd literally give them a roll of sellotape and boxes. Oh, yeah, we did that. How was the fun? I mean, the mess was something else. Yeah. But they had so much fun. Yeah, and that's so... And saying yes to that sometimes. Not every day. Again, that wasn't an every day. I didn't want to clear it up every day. Mm. But do some things like that. The non-creative parents are cringing at this moment <gasps> in our podcast. Oh. Um, that's what, you know, the little packs of, like, make bath bombs or for the non-creative parents out there i suggest you buy a box but i would say if all. you think you are uncreative because i actually realize yeah. i don't actually like mess well no i've known this for quite a while actually because <laughs> i have to clear it up usually i'm trying to get the kids to help but you know inevitably yeah. you end up finishing the job anyway yeah. so i actually think if you give your child paper and crayon they're going to draw something they're going to make a mark aren't they whatever yeah. age they're going to do something if you give them some empty boxes, a pair of scissors if they're old enough, and sellotape. See what they make and yeah, see what true. they tell you. Give them Lego and they make something. Like I actually think creativity is hardwired within us. Yeah, it is. And so see, like challenge yourself. If you think yourself as un, un like creative, let your child do it for you. Yeah. It's fascinating what you'll see. In yeah, that's true. I also think the other thing around budgeting and stuff is it shows children how to manage money. Yeah. If you say, if we have to say yes to this, we have to say no to something else. That's it. Explain it to them. It doesn't have to be, oh, I haven't got enough money. It's like, actually, I can say it's yes to life. this. It's real. And I think it's vital for kids to know that money isn't infinite. Infinite, And also the reason behind a no, if there is a no, is like, actually, no, we can't do that. So another thing, again, on making memories is allowing children to be individuals as well. So part of celebrating birthdays is we simply... we. I will love to make a cake. Occasionally, they'll ask me to buy them a stack of donuts instead. That's the easiest birthday cake ever. Uh, But we will always celebrate. There will be a balloon of some description, some bunting somewhere, and 
you know, a gift of some description. And they will, there will be a special cereal for breakfast. And we will sit around and we will, each of us in the whole family, youngest to the oldest, will tell the birthday person what they love about them, what makes them special, what makes them unique. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really special, even in making memories as well. There will be some times where you can do something that one of them likes more than maybe the others do and that's really important to allow children to thrive and be good at something like maybe one of your children is sporty maybe you're not celebrate that in them maybe one of them is creative maybe one of them is reads like crazy foster their loves yeah. because and and celebrate it in front of the others as well help the others celebrate that because then they become the kids in the classroom that says hey well done and they're the able week. to exactly yeah. and they're able to without thinking that they've failed because yeah, you know that's something i think adults I, I know for me sometimes if someone's succeeding there's a part of me that goes oh I f- i'm not good at that like oh i don't gosh. need to be i'm good at something to else social media to feel that isn't it just Rubbish. yeah exactly and that can be a real comparison so part of enable part of the scaffolding that's going to help your child be a really healthy adult will be allowing them to fail and others to thrive Mm -hmm. how do they manage that how do they celebrate others and that is a life skill (laughs) there's so many things we teach our children that I think gosh I should be talking to myself yeah you know that thing where you say (laughs) it's okay to feel it but we're not going to let it take over. <laughs> yep. Oh. On repeat to oh. myself. It's okay to feel it, Naomi, but don't let it take over. <laughs> I haven't, that's a good line. I like Thanks. that. Yeah. And one thing I loved, a tiny thing you, you reminded me when you talked about cereals, was we've got some friends. They had non-sugary cereal in the week. And on Saturday and Sunday, yep. they had like these special boxes of like <gasps> this weekend cereal, they called it. Yes. And you could mix and match Ooh. in your bowl. And I just remember being on a Sunday and being like, oh, what is this? And I, I was like an adult getting well excited about Lucky Lucky Charms. Come on. And all the rest. Yep. I mean, I wouldn't eat them now, but my kids know now we do the same. Yeah. Like, you don't have sweet cereal until the weekends. Yeah. And it's such, it's a really, it's like a little, you know, it's a nod to healthy eating and it's a nod to chocolate hoops. And yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those things that's just, I, you see other families making beautiful memories and you think, I'll take that. Absolutely. And I'll pinch that. It's cool and I think that's really important because, again, it makes special days special. Like the weekend, yeah, we're re- it's family time. That is so precious. Um, yeah. What impact do you think these intentional memories actually has on our children? I think it grounds them. I think it creates an environment, not that it's just practically safe. I think it's emotionally safe because when you laugh with your kids, like there, we've, we had a pretty epic journey back, but we were, so it was 30 hours of travel time because, and then quarantine. And it was, it was emotional. We couldn't say goodbye to people. It was all the feelings and, um, and then arriving back into very cold UK. And yeah, it was just, it was a really hectic time. But we were able to laugh about things together and cry. And so when you're able to, expressing emotions are very vulnerable experience. I think laughter as well as crying, I think um, grief and laughter, I think can be very vulnerable. Both of them are when you, you know those friends you fully belly laugh with? That's just a handful of people, isn't it? Like actually that's quite an exposing to any laugh when you you snort that kind of like, those are really precious friendships. And so enabling that to happen in your family, I think creates a really safe environment where, you know, emotions are okay and they're celebrated and, um, and we work through them. But also, if you think about the most precious memories, if they are in your home, yeah, you're creating that safe environment for kids to thrive, which means that they can 
uh, if they feel safe in those moments, they can feel safe when they're telling you something that's really important or when they're telling you something they're struggling with and when they are struggling. So there are days where we have tears still and it's like, why did why did everything have to change? Why, why the pandemic? Why? And it's like, actually, also, we're in a we create an environment where it's okay to not have the answer. Mm-hmm. It's like, actually, I don't know. And obviously, we're, we're a family with a very strong faith. And there are times where the kids question, but I prayed about it, and it hasn't happened, or I haven't seen my answer yet. You're creating environments where it's like, okay, but we, this is what we believe. This is what we know. Look back. Let's see the prayers that have been answered before, or let's see the experience before. Let's remember what's been great. Remember what, when we moved and you didn't know anyone and you had no friends and you were the new person and think of all the friends you've made now. Yeah, let's look forward then and we're going to make those friends again. So it grounds them and creates a very safe environment. I also think it um, grows healthy adults, health, emotionally healthy adults. Yeah that can process things. And I also think if you build a really healthy culture in your home, like I said earlier, they're less influenced outside. I think you can then bring other people into that environment and influence, be the safe family, be the happy family where you go and you do crazy things like, you know, in the summer you go over and play and you have a water fight and it's fun. And that kind of just good fun, making memories like that. I think then you give children a pathway and a map to build their own healthy family and I know looking back there are things that I loved about my childhood there's other things I'm like oh I would change it by default I, I lived in one house for most of my life my kids have moved unbelievable amount of time so inevitably it's different but there are things from my childhood I've taken and said no I want to keep that like you said there's other things I've seen in other families their culture bringing that into our family, bringing those regular moments of they, our kids know that they're going to be celebrated. They know that their certain days are going to be special. There's always something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And I think that sparks hope. And hope is a very precious thing uh, to grow. So your house, your home becomes a place of safety, um, emotional safety. You're growing emotionally healthy children. And it's a place where hope is fostered and grown. And that sparks joy, that sparks gratitude, and that's brings more hope and I know that's quite a um, very basic kind of description of it but I 100% believe that and I don't profess to have got it all right all the time I also think something that's this isn't connected with memories but whilst I'm here (laughs) this thought that popped into my head is also saying sorry to your kids when you get it wrong like owning up working through the process as well letting them see you you've got to model it one of the questions that um, popped up on um, social media was somebody asking how we teach kids to honor and it's modeled it's a hundred percent modeled oh so another thing of um, building culture is the things that you do, the way you make memories will build the culture that you want to replicate. So in our home, we love adventure. So we go on adventures, even if that's just a walk, we'll make it an adventure, we'll find things. And then other things, we love hospitality. So when we count, one of the things we've missed so much is having people around the table. We love having people in our home. We have missed it drastically and we will find ways of being hospitable now we can meet in the garden then we will have people in our garden and we'll have coffee and things that's great and we hope for days where we can sit around the dinner table again and host people and we let our kids do that as well when we've got so Sunday lunch we would have um everybody would come around our kids would be involved in that our kids would be involved in prepping for that Uh, so something we do when we bake we give it away because we actually also want to foster generosity in our kids so we bake to give away 
And so it's like, okay, what do you want? You want to bake? Great. What do you want to bake? And who are we baking it for? Because if we Very all good. eat it, we're all going to be as round as we are tall. COVID curves. So exactly, there's COVID <laughs> curves. We can't have them anymore. Give away the curves. So give away your curves. <laughs> what? Yeah. So it's like, um, uh, we love to Beautiful. make brownies. It's a yeah. go-to recipe. And people seem to like it when we make brownies. So we do. We, we'll, we'll give them to teachers. We'll give them to friends. We'll give them to neighbors. People who God just puts on our heart as well that they need a bit of a sugary treat. And that, again, is that honor. It's that teaching yeah. the kids hey we're going to do something that elevates someone else yeah. and it's not about you and it's not about your stomach yeah you serving yeah you cleaning and you packaging and you yep. delivering and it's beautiful mm. it's absolutely beautiful new thank you so much pleasure thank you thank you for joining us this week on making Thanks memories so uh it's such golden content new thank you so much